All right. Welcome, everyone. Adam Blue here. This is episode five of the Gundam Explained podcast. Um, enjoying doing this every week. Awesome that I'm on episode five. Technically six, really, because one of my early videos before I did the first podcast, I just called it community comments to go over all the awesome comments I get. Um, you know, for those of you that are just listening, either on Spotify, Apple Music, or using the RSS feed, um, this is also on YouTube. And for those watching on YouTube, if you wanted to be able to get an audio version, that's up as well. Um, and then for those of you on YouTube, make sure to comment, not just this video, but subscribe, comment on any video. I go through the the comments with a, uh, a random generator thing to, to find a winner for the giveaways that I do. Um, Initially, when I hit 200, I gave away that real grade uh, Mark II that I love. I, I loved when I built that, and I still have um, my original one I built. But I'm also giving away a uh, RX-78 II high grade Beyond Global. Um, so, yeah, be sure to comment. Once I hit, I don't know if it will be, you know, I'm at 305 or 306 subscribers on YouTube. I love it. It, it, it motivates me to keep going. But maybe at 350, I'll just do the giveaway then. Maybe at four. Um, I, I think I, I'm so thankful and blessed that I am getting the subscribers at the rate that I am. It really, again, motivates me to keep doing this. But um, I wouldn't mind doing giveaways a little quicker just because it's fun. I mean, I love giveaways myself. Um, you know, really to start off for this week in Gundam, um, anything anyone out there got this week gunpla wise or action figure um be sure to comment about that or, or send me a letter something that i can uh, read on the podcast for sure uh, i myself got a couple things one being the kasai uh gundam right here kasai i guess to say it properly properly um robot spirits this is the i i don't know if this is 2015 i forgot to look up the date of this one but you know, it's the cost signature. It comes with all those decals. I just haven't put it on and probably won't only because I also have the um, Penelope uh, Gundam and um, I it doesn't have the decals on it either. And I'm almost wanting to keep them blank for that anime look. And then maybe there's actually a new uh, Penelope Gundam that's coming out that uh, uh, has the cost signature decals already on there was actually a ver uh, yeah a version that also had i think they called it real type marking that had them on but i just love the robot spirits action figures i i think as much as i love building model kits and i will for specific ones i just like collecting the actual action figures they come with so many cool effect parts there's cool ways you can pose them without them falling apart which that will be a episode i do here shortly where i am talking about the the hardest to build gunplas or the most annoying to build there's one in particular it's one of my favorite looking model kits but it was not only a pain to build but it still kind of falls apart when i mess around with it um the only hint i'll give is it's a master grade i don't know if that helps but um i'll definitely do a video on that um but anyway, if, um, you know, just as an update on the YouTube channel, I do have up the the episode five of Unicorn Gundam of kind of my little impressions and review of it. Um, awesome episode. And 
I'm curious what everyone thinks about when I bring up the that one scene with Mineva and the roast beef sandwich and the dialogue going on. I haven't heard people talk about it, but it, and it's not really a big deal. It's just kind of weird imagery uh, that was not expected. So, uh, you know, anyway, to jump into it, let's uh, let's look at some of the memes and the news that I came across. Um, you know, one that I found interesting was the idea of how fast are the ships in Gundam. And I did a search for this because I was curious about, you know, there's the scientific idea of space travel, light speed, um, you know, the vast distances in space, moon, asteroids, the technology used to, for the uh, the characters in the Gundam universe to get around. Um, I found this Reddit post. Let me read it. The passage of time is always kind of vague in all the various Gundam settings, but has anything ever been said about the actual speed things travel at? Are there, like, weeks of downtime while they're in transit between places? Days? Hours? Even though most of the action you see Gundam takes place in Earth orbit, i.e. between the Earth and the Moon mostly, there's still gotta be a lot of distance involved. And yeah, as we'll read as we go below, there is more than just, you know, between the Earth and the Moon, even though mostly is, is accurate, but... There's apparently Mars, Jupiter, um, and we hear about the factions or the groups that are out toward that way. So it would be interesting to dive into that a little later. Um, but there was this cool um, reply on that uh, from Zone Trooper on Reddit. All right, uh, and this is about the travel. Pretty impressive, given the technology involved. Um, first... A brief note on spacecraft speed, because there's nothing to slow you down in space, what you really care about is acceleration, time you can sustain that acceleration, and something called delta V, unless it's delta 5, which is, simply speaking, a measure of thrust needed to carry out a given maneuver in space. Another note is that various retcons and separate riders have occasionally produced contradictory material. That said... According to the Unicorn published materials, and we'll get into that in a second, uh, interesting that it's Unicorn, and uh, since I'm actually going through that on, on the YouTube, but what's what's interesting here is when they talk about various retcons by writers, and that reminds me of, you know, Star Wars, and I'm a big fan of Star Wars, and how there hasn't been a lot of consistency in, in space travel, and it doesn't seem like that big of a deal in the original trilogy. In, in the prequels, you almost question it, but even in episode one, they talk about the the fuel needed and they had to make the stop at Tatooine. That was the whole, the basis of coming across Anakin. But when you get to the sequel trilogy, there's a lot of shenanigans going on with like, you know, Rey taking the Millennium Falcon from Jakku and then Han apparently got an alert and then just happened to show up right then to grab it. And where was he? How did he do that that fast? Or... You know, the times were, I guess, in the, the Last Jedi where they had some ships leave to go do something at, like, Canto Bight and then come back and ah, all that. And that was a little disappointing. Uh, but let's talk about Gundam here. So, uh, continuing on with the Reddit post. In UC0096, the Rewolt, let me, again, another Gundam name, the Ruloa. Ru-lola, Rulola. Yeah. Achieved a trip of some 30,000 kilometers in under two hours by accelerating under 0.3 G 
for 28 minutes, cruising at 5 km a second and then decelerating similarly for a total of for a total delta V of 10 km a second. Yeah, that I forget what episode that was, but that's when they were heading to the Palau um, asteroid base. Uh, for some context, this is about 3.38 times the peak velocity achieved by an Apollo mission and around 60% of the Delta 5, I'm going to switch V and 5, of a fully assembled Saturn 5 rocket, so I'm going to go with 5, uh, without payload. If my calculations are right, it would take just under a day to go from low Earth orbit to lunar orbit following a similar D5 plan, it took the Apollo mission about three days. That's interesting. For a much greater but shorter acceleration, the nail Argama, or Argama, <laughs> boosted for a hefty 5G on its approach sprint towards Palau. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's uh, what I was referring to earlier. But only did so for about 40 seconds, a much lesser delta 5 of only around 2 km a sec. This shows, however, that kind what kinds of speeds captains consider useful for mere tactical maneuvers. Lastly, there's no circumstantial evidence for ships making the trip to Jupiter in as little as 18 months. This is actually remarkably similar to the timeframes for the real-life Voyager probes, although at that point it depends on what orbital position Earth and Jupiter are in. However, again, these are massive transport ships and not tiny probes. So... That does a pretty good job of explaining things that are in an anime. That's We don't really have too much to go on from that. We can assume the math, but we have not built giant transport ships that are for long distances. So, yeah, I want to thank uh, yeah, Zone Trooper on Reddit for this post I found. That was about three years ago for kind of explaining that. Um, very cool. Does anyone else have any insight into space travel in Gundam? I'd be curious. All right. Um, yeah, let's go to the next finding I got, which, uh, yeah, was a... Okay, so I'm seeing this Double Zeta Gundam Itasha wrap. I'm not sure what Itasha is. Wrap on a Honda Civic Type R. I, I'm honestly not much of a car guy. I'm going to be clear on that, but not, the Honda Civic Type R looks cool, and that uh, uh, that paint... Uh, the wrap looks cool. Um, that's definitely something I would... Oh, I like this initial ZZ. Uh, very, very well done. Um, all right. And that was... Just so you know, that's what... What does that say? Cicada Enable 6642 on Reddit. So that's just the Reddit Gundam. I'm always perusing and looking up stuff. All right. Let's see what this other post is. Okay. This is something I wanted to talk a little bit about. So this was, and I hope this doesn't get blocked. Um, you know, this was someone posting a scene from eighth MS team. And, you know, on here, it says peak animation from the nineties, but I completely forgot that this guy is so badass that he dodged a bullet from a Zaku, which is, it's, it's a pretty cool scene to be honest. Really, like the Zaku shoots at him, he dodges it, shoots up into the air, all that. Now, I'm going to be honest. I really don't like the animation in 8th MS Team. I don't know why. And is it necessarily the animation or it is the the design of the characters? They all seem to have, not all of them, but the main protagonists have pointy noses. They have less detail to them. It's very angular and abstract. 
which I guess is fine. When they have some, you know, shots of, of Xeon soldiers or some of the other characters, they have a little more detail to them. I got to say, even watching it, I remember, I this is actually one I watched early on when I got into Gundam, and I did like it, but um, I was doing a little rewatch, and, uh, you know, maybe I'm not giving it a fair shake. I, I, maybe I've been so used to watching Unicorn that this, the design is a little jar, jarring in terms of the characters themselves, not the mecha, not the, the fight scenes. They're all cool, but curious what, uh, what everyone else thinks of that, because I, a lot of times I see on lists people putting 8th MS team as one of their top favorite Gundams, and yeah, I mean, I can look back and think of how cool some of it looks and some of it isn't actually the overall storyline and where it takes place, how it's mostly ground combat. There's a lot of good stuff about it, but not top tier for me. Not at all. Um, okay, so this next one... Let's see if I can uh, make this a little bigger. Do I even need to? Um, so this is in Japanese, so I don't really understand it. But this guy is showing off this awesome-looking awesome Gundam game where he's in a cockpit, and it has kind of, you know, the tank controls, flight controls, however you call it. Um... I mean, just looking at this, I, I I would be playing this forever. Does anyone know the name of this? How to play it? Is there a ROM available on PC where I can get three monitors set up so I can recreate this? Because, you know, I got to say, some of it looks like it's a little simplistic in the controls. But really just... Uh, I mean, look at how awesome this looks. The graphics look great. There's navigating in the street. You know, I love playing Gundam Battle Operation 2. Um, really, I, I like it. This, though, has more of that feel of being in a mobile suit. And, um, yeah, I'd like to learn more about it uh, and how I can get... You know, there's a lot of cool Gundam games that I've seen that were not was not released in the U.S., um, and I played some, I played the ROM for the PS3 Unicorn game, which was really cool. I didn't beat it though. And then there's a game on PS2, I forget the name, it took place during the original Mobile Suit Gundam and that one was actually fun. I actually played through and beat the whole thing. Um, but anyway, yeah, any, curious if, if anyone's played this or knows anything about it, because man, it just looks amazing. Um, Alright, let's go to... Uh, the last bit of interesting information <laughs> I found. So this was on Reddit. New type cockroach. Cockroaches raised in space become quicker, stronger, faster, and tougher than cockroaches on Earth. Which, you know, I'm assuming, considering maybe the International Space Station, that they're raising cockroaches um, and other bugs. Other They, they bring other specimen uh, wide, uh, from bacteria to viruses. Um, I'm sure they... Uh, what are you good? Uh, use different elements uh, to create or the chemistry it being in that zero gravity, but uh, just kind of like a new type, a human developing more abilities from raise, being raised in space. It looks like that is the same for cockroaches. So that further is in line with um, Gundam having some believability. <laughs> Possibly, I don't know. Um, anyway, I just thought that was cool. All right, so um, moving on. 
Gundam of the, or Mobile Suit of the Week, I should say, but it is a Gundam. It's the RX-105 um, Kazai Gundam. Now, the reason I wanted to cover this was, you know, Hathaway's Flash is, or Mobile Suit Gundam Hathaway is a newer property that's come out uh, in film form. And I just the other day got myself the Robot Spirits um, Kazai Gundam. And <laughs> if you watched or listened to the last podcast, I learned how to pronounce it properly. Um, and so because of that, I wanted to kind of dive deeper into this mobile suit. So the ARCS 105 Kazai Gundam, also known as the... So, if it's also known as, why do they have the different characters? You see, it just, it gets even more difficult as you try to figure out what these naming conventions are. But, it's a mobile suit that appears in the Mobile Suit Gundam Hathaway movie, uh, procured by the anti-Earth Federation movement, MAFTI, for the attack on the Adelaide Conference. It was piloted by MAFTI, uh, Navwe Aaron. And now, I've never really said Navaway out loud other than hearing it in the movie. So, Mafti, Navaway, Navui, Navaway, Aaron. Okay. Which, yeah, if you're not familiar, that's that, yeah, like it says, the anti-Earth Federation movement, which, you know, sort of similar to the AU, but they tend to um, have, like, kind of terrorist sort of attacks. So, it kind of makes them even more, I guess... Makes them bad compared to Ayug or Karaba. All right. Techno- okay, so yeah, a couple things here. Um, let's see. Anaheim Electronics, obviously, uh, developed it. Um, let's see. Let's look at some other. It and the RX-104 FF Penelope were classified as fifth-generation MS and are said to have been developed and constructed by Anaheim Electronics. It was a unique MS with a built-in Minofsky flight unit and was equipped with the latest beam barrier system. Since the Penelope relied on optional units to obtain similar functions, it could be said that the Kazai Gundam was truly was a truly completed fifth-generation MS that could function independently. Furthermore, it was armed with standard equipment such as a beam rifle and shield, as well as funnel missiles that made it a unique, heavily armed unit. The large arms are also one of its iconic external features, and the forearms also functioned as containers for triple missiles. The Kazai Gundam was a mobile suit of an extremely high degree of perfection, which fought against the Penelope and the Circei or Circe unit. Uh, with Hathaway Noah as its pilot. What is that? Let me look that up. So this must be something that has to do... Now, it's saying movie. Um, oh, it's the unit that Kenneth Slag was a part of, which would that be a sort of... I don't want to say Titans, but like a Londo Bell, although I do... Is Londo Bell? Anyway, it's, I guess, a unit that goes after bad guys. Bad guys. <laughs> All right, so armaments. So, yeah, uh, again, the Kasai Gundam. Here is the uh, Robot Spirits version. We can see those chonky arms, the uh, angular look of it. It has a lot of similar features that we would have seen on the Penelope as well. It, uh, 
you know, a lot of the angular areas were the jet propulsion and the, the flight unit. Again, the Penelope had the fixed flight unit that would come on uh, or you could remove or install on this. And a little different with this one as it's um, it's like built in. Um, but armaments, uh, beam rifle, the Gazai Gundam's main armament, it is said that its initial velocity was close to double the specs of previous models and its power was enough to destroy a Gustav Karl in a single shot. An energy pack was attached to the rear end of the weapon. So, uh, beam saber. Melee combat armaments equipped on the left and right shoulders. Okay, yeah, that's right. The uh, just like what? Yeah, just like with uh, you know uh, the original Gundam. I love that look with the beam sabers. Um, their high output enabled them to cut a, uh, a mobile suit in half. They could also generate beam blades from the bottom of the handles. Oh, okay, in a similar way to the armaments used by the new Gundam. Very cool. Okay, funnel missiles. Psychomu guided missiles that could change their trajectory and track targets to a certain degree after being launched in environments where Minofsky particles have been released. Ten missiles could be equipped on the back of the rear skirts. So very cool. Um, yeah, it has a missile system. Uh, like they're, and they call them funnel missiles. So, you know, the fin funnels usually shot beam weaponry, but these are actual guided missiles. So that's pretty interesting. Shield, so the external additional armor equipped on the left arm, it had sufficient defensive capabilities against a mega particle cannon. Okay. And then the beam cannon, it was also equipped with a beam cannon on its tip, functioning as a secondary weapon. On its tip? I don't know what that's supposed to mean. If we were to look at it real quick, um, I don't know what the tip is. <laughs> All right, equipment and features, flight form. The shoulder armor equipped with the Manofsky flight units and the stabilizer on the back could be extended to transform into a flight form. Beam barriers generated through the aerodynamic control technology could be used during this form to enable supersonic flight abilities in a vast uh, cruising range. Its maximum speed is said to have reached Mach 2. All right, and to go over a little bit of history, you know, after separating a Messer from the deck of the Glassazon, so... Let's look that up real quick. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Glasses on. So it looks like a type of base jabber that I guess, uh, huh, two-seater cop. Okay. I remember that now from when it was in the upper atmosphere uh, in Immobile Gunham Hathaway. Okay, let's head back to what I was reading. Hathaway boarded the cargo... P Again, some more words. Cargo Pisa, which had descended towards Earth and entered its deck. He then saw the Kazai Gundam stored within the ship and slid into its cockpit. The ship's altitude plummeted every second, but Hathaway activated the mobile suit, escaped from the ship, fended off an enemy MS unit, and lowered his mobile suit towards the surface of the ocean. The Penelope was in pursuit of the mobile suit and released funnel missiles, which crashed on impact with the ocean surface, creating columns of water. Uh, the Kazai Gundam glided just above the water's surface and launched its beam rifle in front of itself as a decoy. The attempt was successful as Penelope fired at the beam rifle. The Kazai Gundam used the opportunity to confront the Penelope and unleashed the funnel missiles. Well, I think I'm going to be watching Mobile Suit Gundam Hathaway again here shortly. Um, 
just looking at the design. Oh, notes and trivia. There's not much here. But Kazai, you know, those three horizontal lines comes just after V in the Greek alphabet. Man, I am learning quite a bit about words, language, symbols, things. Um, but yeah, there we have it. Mobile suit of the week, the Kazai Gundam. Um, yeah, tell me what your thoughts are about it. Um, I mean, what, I cannot not like these designs. Uh, for some reason, in UC Gundam, the designs just always look good. All right, let's uh, let's head on to comments. A couple that just came in that I hadn't read. This is from Will. Um, awesome to see callbacks to other Gundam series. Bright is always a, pos a positive to me, no matter where he appears. Awesome video. Keep up the great work. Thank you very much. And yeah, I love I love Bright Noah. In in every and everything he's in, he's always a positive force. He's you know, he has that strict side of him, but he also knows when to, uh, yeah, be positive. So, yeah, let me uh, share some love. And uh, thanks for the comment. Oh, I should be a little more like, yeah, totally agree. And if you're watching the podcast, yeah, I said a lot more than what I'm typing. All right. So this is from the camper. Oh, I'm sorry. That was from the episode five in, in, of Unicorn, where there is a lot more scenes with with Bright Noah, not only from him speaking with Belchorka uh, about Kai Shaden, which is a callback, but also having a talk with Benajer, understanding his new type abilities and then also kind of referencing Amaro and saying, he, you know, he kind of trusts um, what Benajer wants to do. All right, so if you haven't seen it, there is a video on my channel about the uh, Robot Spirits camper, um, which is an awesome mobile suit. But yeah, Will says, man, I love the camper. I really wish we could see more of it. I think it's in Battle Operation 2. I've not come across Robot Spirits before. This may save me from having to build models. I tell you, it's, it's tough. On one hand, I like to build, but on the other hand, I don't need to build everything I want to play with. And... And I say play. I, I I like to pose them, do the things with them. Building is fun. A lot of times when I really want to get the the mechanics down of a mobile suit. I know that mobile suits that I have built a lot, like it's ingrained in my mind. Their their mechanical properties, the overall geometry, and all that. But uh, yeah, you know what? Um, is the camper in Battle Operation Two? I might it might be, and I just don't have it. Um, I don't have a lot of the mobile suits I'd like to have. Um, but yeah, let me... Um, yeah, that's true. Um, you don't see the camp for much. Um, let me fix my spelling. Let me reply. Nice. All right. Well, let's head to... Uh, to look at some more comments there were some cool comments here and i don't want to go too far back okay all right all right i think yeah that was one of the last comments um all right, this is from Robert. Good to hear from you again. Sorry i haven't posted lately. Been busy watching others on YouTube by the way. Remember hearing you were in Oh, cybersecurity. Yeah, how much more secure is your work aside from your Gundam Explained parts compared to others? Also, 
Matsuha, okay, Matsuhide or Mahuts, Matsuhide, Yuriyus, I don't know. OG unit is pronounced, oh, trying to tell me how to pronounce them. I didn't even pronounce that guy's name right. Um, Swayze Genier. Oh my gosh. I'm butchering this. Uh, so yeah, kind of do know some things about speaking Gundam. Yeah, Robert, I need to lean on you with that. You do happen to know some very specific things about Gundam. Um, I really appreciate when you comment. Um, oh, this is when he's helping me when I was talking about on the last podcast about, I was, I kept saying Ku, but it was Ko, and I know that. It's just, yeah, when I see the letters in front of me, and I'm not used to pronouncing them. But, uh, let's see, yeah, uh, also I may know of a guy in UK who could join up if he's still there, that is. Um, I'll have to look that up. He gave me pointers on how to make my, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not, oh, from Gundam Seed, I guess, the HDCE, I think it's current era, Gat X 105, Ale Strike Gundam, I'll try reaching out to him for you, okay? Nice. Thank you. And Robert had a few other things. Oh, don't forget to ask folks over on Discord for art designs of character ships and places and mecha for the AGX fan fiction. That is right. If you go to the Discord, and the link is in all the videos, um, there is some Gundam fan fiction that was uploaded on there. And I, anyone that wants it would be awesome. If you just like to draw or need some inspiration to draw some Gundams, read that fan fiction and maybe give a hand at what the designs could be like. I think that would be really fun. Um all right, he, oh, it is French. I'm sure there's a point in the video where I said something that was French. So, all right, this is on my episode four of Unicorn Video from Yellow Flash. I think this is the best episode of the entire miniseries, the part where Banaja can't help himself to kill Oni. So Riddy, like the D-bag he is, uh, takes Banaja's beam rifle and incinerates her. It's just gut-wrenching. Also, the part before where Banaja tells himself and the Unicorn, we can do this. We can save everyone. It's just dope as fuck. And it is. I mean, really, if everyone listened to Benazir, it would work out some way or another. Uh, although you do tend to see in the Gundam UC stories where, uh, you know, these good guys, and they typically are when we're talking about the the new types like Judao or Camille, Amro, they kind of accidentally get people killed. Um, but it's, hey, it's the adult's fault. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? All right, so on the, oh yeah, the giveaway video, uh, let's see, is that Lakobos uh, Ferrandandata? Wow, that's a lot of consonants there, but uh, hope I have some luck. And yeah, the comment alone will help you, that's for sure. All right, oh, I had some Gundam Battle Operation 2 gameplay that I uploaded. I play that a lot, and sometimes I'll have a good game and want to upload it. And even though I have a good game, I still think I am rather amateurish at it in general. So feel free to roast my gameplay. Tell me how I can improve my play because I think I could be better. All right. Um, oh, yeah. And he was just saying started watching late going to get back to it tomorrow. But, yeah, you got back to me. So thanks. I appreciate it. All right. And then on that same video from Santo Bell, nice gameplay. Charge shots are hard to hit, but so worth it when they connect. That is true. Really enjoy the game. I completely suck at the space portion. Haven't played it in months, but another really fun Gundam game. For me, the Pale Rider Cavalry is awesome in this very well-balanced suit. Um, oh, is awesome in this. Very well-balanced suit. 
uh, was that the Alex and Double Zeta? Yes. So I was using the Alex and Double Zeta in that gameplay, and I, again, I don't know if it's just my game style or those are just easy mobile suits to use, but I have so much fun using them. And and I do have upgrade parts on them, and I'm still wrapping my head around exactly what parts to use for what mobile suits, but being able to get the right thrust down, um, recovery of that, and then the loadout of the weapons help too, like the Alex with the arm, Gatling gun, ah, amazing. And the Double Zeta's beam rifle is just powerful anyway. I mean, I can take a shot, run in, it's got the missile pods, ah, it's got everything. Um, all right, so uh, this was from the Camphor. Um, Robert, thanks for the the comment. Uh, got a joke or two for you. Oh, I guess I didn't see this. Um... So, Ten, what did Sabrina tell Harvey when he came to pick her up for their first date? I don't know. Hmm. Does anyone else know? Why is diarrhea considered so hereditary? Okay. That, I don't know, unless I just have too much Gundam on the mind. But uh, it would be cool if someone else could reply with the answer, because I'm not too sure. Huh, so jokes of the podcast. So... Or jokes of the week. So Robert has two jokes on the video of the robot spirits. If anyone can answer those, that would be hilarious. I'll read it on the next uh, podcast. All right. Uh, by the way, might have gotten you uh, another subby recently. Her name is Kirsten Banks. Just FYI. Well, thank you. I appreciate people that are no willing to help out with that. Um, let's see. We've got this other one from the sub winner. Is it worldwide? Yeah. So I want to make these worldwide. Really, anyone enter... Once I pick a winner, I will reach out to you, find out what your address is. And then from there, you know, I'm going to look into shipping. And I would hate, you know, if it ends up being where it's just going to be too much. Um, or maybe we can help out, like, if you're willing to pay for some of the shipping. Let's make this worth everyone's time, really. Um, I'd really hate for someone to win and not be able to get it. And I want to be able to not let the borders <laughs> really uh, play a part in that. All right, from uh, uh, that Camphor video I did uh, from Santo Bell. Uh, Camphor Amazing from Build Fighters is also a nice reimagining of the straight-up Camphor. Such a good MS and nice little um, RS figure, Robot Spirits. Now, I haven't really got much into Build Fighters at all. But from what I see sometimes, they do take some awesome mobile suit designs and make some little tweaks. And I could totally see myself getting into that. Uh, Robert uh, replied, you talked, so yeah, there's a, a section later on in my gameplay of Battle Operation 2 where I was talking to my son, it was pretty funny, we were talking about his, he was on his phone trying to make a skin for a Minecraft character, um, he ended up figuring out how to do it and upload it, and very, very awesome, really. Alright, and Robert, good game, Adam, good game, 7 out of 10, had to deduct for the deaths, <laughs> yeah, I, I love it when I can get around and have minimal death. I think out of anything, having minimal deaths, I think, allows me to then be out there, um, distract the enemy mobile suits, and maybe that helps uh, keep my team alive. I don't know. All right, something about Gigi. Hmm, that's from Z. Yeah, I wonder what that something is. And from Robert on the Episode 5 Unicorn video, uh, Martha's a Witch. Yeah. She's a witch, uh, for sure. She's like the real baddie, if you think about it, when everyone else is kind of thinking, what do we need to do about this uh, 
Laplace's box and all this, and she's the one that's just like, yeah, let's get them all over there and and kill them. Uh, that's coming up later, and uh, later ep- episode. Um, yeah, Amaro from Robert. Yeah, Amaro. Uh, we see that picture of him in Bright's office. Love it. Maneva Go Girl. Yeah, she has a great character arc. Um, I think in in uh, the UC universe because really she starts off as an infant and then becomes the princess of the Neo Zeon through her family legacy. But she's questioning. The conflicts, and she's really thinking critically about everything. All right, yes, psycho frame. I think I was asking if something was a psycho frame. So thank you, Robert. Always helpful for there. All right, so this was the video about the robot spirits Penelope um, from Archangel zero three seven six. Nice review. Where did you buy it? The new one is coming out this September. Is that the first version? Which store? Thanks, buddy. Yeah, so I got this from Mandrake. It's a Japanese. Um, website where they source from Japanese retailers. And so it was a used one. I bought it, uh, what I thought was a good price, relatively speaking. Um, And it is the first version that is a cost signature, but it comes with the decal separately to apply. And I didn't apply the the, uh, decals. Now, they came out with another version that uh, was the real marking version that had the decals on it or was just manufactured that way. But now this new version coming out, I believe, is more based on the anime, even though it's very similar looking. Um, and I would say it's it's probably going to be a better version. I think from what I looked at it, it was retooled slightly. Um, yeah, I'd love to get that too. All right. So, um, again, episode five from Robert again. Also nice, RX-72. I meant to say 78, I think. Yeah, right there. 78-2. Um, I think that's the one on screen. Uh, from episode five, no, because um, on here, uh, see Benajer, the Sazabi, and let or the um, O M G. That's just way too much Gundam uh, for one week. All righty. Um, how would you like a mech game that you can customize your mech software package? Um. Yeah, that would be interesting how that would work. I mean, a lot of times in games you can add equipment and stuff like that, and it's usually just the numbers you're looking at. But the software, I wonder what would be the gameplay element of the software package. That's why I, I had to, like, writing lines of code. Uh, that, that would actually be pretty interesting. All right, and then, yeah, I got to Will. So that's really it for the comments here. Um, and you know what? I think that really does it for the podcast. You know, a little short, but... Uh, it's a good round of information. But yeah, feel free to subscribe to the YouTube channel, Gundam Explained. Remember doing the giveaways all the time. Also uh, on Spotify uh, and Apple Music and I think on Google as well. There's RSS feeds for uh, this YouTube if you want to or this podcast if you want to listen to it instead of watch it. But uh, uh, anyway, yeah, thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you guys next time.